0: This episode of a podcast called Fred is so epic, we had to split it in half. We hope you enjoy part one of episode 195. Ladies and gentlemen. You know, I'm something of a podcaster myself. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs>
1: Godspeed, Spider-Man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cue music.
1: I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Oh no, Doc. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your
2: operating number?
3: Conversation anyway.
2: Wait. Loud Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Oh, I'm a Kendall Richardson.
2: I'm a Fulia Kantarmadjur. And I'm a
1: Michael Lister of this universe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes. Yay.
1: You're experiencing it through the medium of the voices that... Uh, coming out of our mouths. Yep. All, our, all our mouths. All our
2: mouths.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Do they come out of anywhere else? <laughs> Rude. I was <laughs> just making another loose reference. It's okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Thwip. Thwip, thwip, thwip. thwip. <laughs> <laughs> ah. At least I don't look like uh, What did they say? A pastor's intern Or something I,
0: I, I don't know I don't remember. We'll
1: no. get to that later ah. <laughs> We're just teasing We're just teasing the people We're excited. (laughs) It's exciting.
0: What a way to end 2021. This is our last episode for this year, guys.
1: Yes. Um, Last one. Kicking it in the ears.
0: Kicking it in the ears. Um, Yes. So we're wrapping up with a huge episode. Um, We're all very excited to get into talking about some awesome stuff.
3: Yes.
1: Um, Let's just jump down to it. Who cares about what happened during the week? (laughs) (laughs) Who cares about trailers? It's yeah. about the news. Let's get out
3: of I mean, it. to it. This
0: is just the Hawkeye and Spider Man podcast. This is the MCU podcast now. Yeah. Yes, literally <laughs> what it is. Um, God damn it. Yes. God. God damn it. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Well, without any more adieu, um, Fulia. Yeah, my dear. What have you been watching this week?
2: Haven't been watching too much uh, this week purely because of the excitement of the weekend. So <laughs> um, I, and not to mention, I've also been working quite a bit, so I didn't get much of a chance to uh, to do much in terms of watching. But what I did watch was uh, it came up on Disney Plus. It popped up for me, and it's the first time I've seen it. Uh, is Marvel Studios All Hail the King? Yes! Yeah. Hail to the King, baby! Hail yes. to the King, baby! Which is the um, special little documentary, I suppose, about <laughs> Trevor Slattery <laughs> behind bars? Yes,
1: because yeah. the MC is real. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Wait, it's not real? I mean, are you sure? <laughs> um, well, I, I won't tell really... you anything about Santa then. I
2: I really enjoyed it. Um it's a it's a nice little like not even fifteen minute piece. (laughs) Just going through the little, you know, quirks about Trevor Slattery (laughs) after he got uh imprisoned for um for impersonating a terrorist (laughs) essentially. Um, and you know what? The fact that he, his little setup he's got in, in, in jail, more, more cushy, comfy than I was expecting. (laughs) It's almost like a little green room. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was, it was a lot of fun to see Ben Kingsley just, you know, having fun with this little role. And man, I loved seeing him in Shang-Chi, which was, it was a nice sort of refreshing moment. So being able to watch this, um, I'm guessing this was, like, the aftermath of, what was it, Iron Man 3? 3, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So back, back in the early MCU, Phase 1 and 2, they used to do these one-shots. Um, yeah. So there's a bunch of them. Like, there's a Peggy Carter one. There's an Agent Coulson one. There's a one that deals with um, a Chitori weapon after the events of Avengers. And then there's this one. And this is probably mm. the biggest one because it was the one that kind of, I don't know. I, I like it, and I don't like it only for the fact that it—it's
1: um, a, a backpedal.
0: It is a total backpedal, and it is a total give in to the fans. Like, oh wait, he's not actually the real Mandarin. We were fooling you all along. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's—it's it's great. It's great, and I'm glad you saw yeah. it fully you. I'm glad
1: you yeah. liked it. What are you talking about? Guy Pierce is my Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But uh, yeah, so I managed to to watch this, um, even though it is a film from back in 2014. Um, It only just popped up on Disney Plus most recently. So um, I was very intrigued. So that's why I watched it. Um, Nice. And uh, another thing I will mention, uh, I did say some time ago, we watched a trailer on this particular movie, Christmas movie, that I said I would take one for the team. I watched Home Sweet Home Alone. (laughs) (laughs) And how great was it? So great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. No, no. Mm. Uh, Okay, so it's like a modernized version of Home Alone. But um, let's just say that instead of... Having, like, it's, yeah, it's pretty much a misunderstood story. Essentially, everybody in the situation that they were in were misunderstood, and so, spoilers, by the end of it, they all make up and have Christmas together with their families. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> mm. So
2: it wasn't, it wasn't as fun as I would thought it was going to be, and, yeah, it's, yeah, as the trailer's, Pretty much, you know, show this pretty much just shows it wasn't that great. <laughs> um, that's 90 minutes of my life, I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's okay. I did it to myself, <laughs> it was my fault. Um, also, the kids, the kid is actually English uh, with his mum. They're living in America, um, and they were in a little predicament where you know the the mum really needed to use a bathroom. There was an open house, which happened to be the people that we see in the trailer. It was their house that they were trying to sell because they were broke. They need money and all that sort of stuff. And then they find out a particular porcelain doll was worth a lot of money and so those people thought that this kid stole it yeah (laughs) and that's where all of the uh chaos ensues all the hijinks all the hijinks yeah yeah
1: (sighs) no no uh the pain is real yeah
3: (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah, nah. I I wouldn't recommend. It.
0: Good, honestly.
2: Okay, <laughs> don't don't bother.
1: <laughs> okay. So, what score do you give it?
2: <laughs> oh, I don't even wanna
1: go there. <laughs> Doesn't even reach the leaderboard.
0: <laughs> Unless you're talking about your worst films of 2021. True. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, since Foley is not saying it, Mike, what have you been watching?
3: <laughs> Funny
1: enough, I actually did watch it. The the home, sweet home alone. Oh, did you oh, watch you did? it as well? Yeah, I watched. Well, Sammy wanted to watch it. Hmm. I okay. just said,
3: okay.
1: <laughs> and we came to the same conclusion.
0: Oh, Sammy didn't like it either?
1: No. Yeah. No. Boo. I mean. Interesting premise, like not necessarily like a huge rehash of the original, but it didn't work <laughs> at all. Nope. Sole purpose: you want to see the wet bandits actually get hurt because they're bad people, but you're actually following the these this couple, and you feel sympathy for them because they're essentially they're doing the fun. Fun with Dick and Jane sort of subplot that they're that they're down on their luck and and you don't want to see them get hurt, but no. you see him get hurt. <laughs> yeah. So instead of going oh that's all, oh, or oh, it's going oh yeah no, yeah you feel
2: bad for him no.
1: Don't do that. And it's it's a comedy of errors and that doesn't work either. Nope. And. And when we watched the trailer, I was right. <laughs> the, pre- the the antagonist is the kid.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: So. Yeah. Cool, but it was bad execution. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, sort of a very, very loose tie-in with the original.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. With, yeah. with uh. Um, Kevin's brother.
0: I was going to say, isn't Buzz in it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's loose. Type. A very terrible cop. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't believe uh, a kid is alone at Christmas because. Because that happened to his it, own cause little his brother. Because <laughs> cause cause Kevin calls him up every Christmas saying, oh, we left the kids at home. Can you go over? The-? Now, yeah. So anyway, I also watched a Christmas um movie with my wife because I haven't um I haven't seen this particular movie, and Sammy hasn't seen it in a while. We 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 decided to watch Jingle All the Way. Hey, fucking awful. Ah,
0: it has not uh, Aged? It, it, aged well and I
1: have no nostalgia for it as a kid
0: Yeah, see I I re rewatched it less, Oh I don't know, I can't remember when But it was like within the last year And yeah I remember loving it when I was a kid But now, holy Jesus Nah It
1: has more mugging than a yeah. fucking pottery factory?
2: <laughs> I have not seen it I wouldn't uh, recommend it. Uh,
0: <laughs> for but, uh, you, you might you might get something out of it, but it's it's better it's better than what Home Sweet Home Alone sounds, to be honest. Okay.
1: Yeah, I actually quite quite like the sort of premise, even though it was predictable as hell at the end. Yeah, but, yeah.
3: <laughs> it's but a little cheesy.
1: Bit cheesy. Don't expect like high class. I mean, it's not the best um PG Arnold Schwarzenegger movie out there. It's I
0: mean, one of, like, Arnie's, like, probably most phoned-in performances, I'd say.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, he didn't. He doesn't really... Not that he has much to do with the character, but I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm. And Sinbad was terrible. I know. Yeah.
2: Sinbad's in it? Wow. Sinbad's, Sinbad's in, it. in it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, when he played Shazam. <laughs> and that Mandala effect. Uh, yeah, so he watched it, and... It was just painful, and I can see why kids love it. Because, yeah, who, who doesn't want to see, spoiler alert, but Arnold Schwarzenegger being in a jetpack and flying around and being a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> being, it's pretty cool. Being the la- last action hero. Oh. 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 That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a better ag- one. That aged perfectly. Oh good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, so I haven't really watched a good Christmas movie yet, (laughs) except for Die Hard. Die Hard is always good. Yeah. Okay. What did you say, Fulia? Yeah. Eh. McCain is (laughs) my man. He's the everyman. He's he's the everyman. He's the dad. (laughs) He's the dad figure that tries hard and (laughs) dies harder. Ha-ha!
0: Yay!
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's basically it for my week. Uh, but I have started watching a TV show, not related to anything, but uh, Daredevil. Um, um, not related to anything. No, not related to anything. No. Whatsoever.
0: No. <laughs> Just, mm-hmm.
1: so, you know, watch it as a whim.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: You know. Know, you know, the question... Because Kevin Faggy said last week that true mi- that uh, Daredevil might be returning and and all that stuff, so I thought you know get in while the iron's hot.
0: <laughs> and that, that's basically yeah it. nice
1: yes. So Kendall, what have you been watching this <laughs> week?
0: What have I been watching? Where do I start? Um... I feel... Oh, yeah. Nah. Okay. I know how I'm going to do this. All right. So, speaking of Christmas stuff, um, I watched uh, a Christmas movie of a TV series that recently got cancelled and they're wrapping up the thing in this Christmas movie. And that is um, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Um, it's a show i've talk- oh yeah i, I- 've talked about this show on the podcast a bit um big fan, very sad to hear that it didn 't get picked up uh, for a third season um, uh, and there 's still it 's still open for that to happen, um, but the plan is that there there's this Christmas um film that they 've done um, that's kind of wraps up the story a little bit. Um, but it does leave it open for a third season if it ends up finding a home somewhere else. Um, but yeah, this is basically, I think it's Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas, I believe is the name of it. Um, and I finally watched it last night. And yeah, it was really, really good. Um, I mean, for, and it, it's funny because for, for a show about, uh, you know, a, a woman who can hear people's inner thoughts through, through musical numbers, um, there were only like two or three Christmas songs in this. Um, most of it was, was like pop rock contemporary stuff. Like there was a Taylor Swift song at one point. Um, and there was also Pink Floyd, um, mm-hmm. at one point. So yeah. Um, so it was, yeah, I was kind of glad that they didn't just go all Christmas carols cause they really could have leaned into that if they'd wanted to. So it's nice that they kind of stuck to the, the classic formula of the show. Um, but yeah, it wrapped everything up pretty nicely. Um, like a good Christmas present. Um, (laughs) But hopefully it finds its way back because, yeah, it's such a good premise and um, has kind of reinvigorated my my interest in musicals over the last year that I've been watching this show. So, yeah. So I watched that to get into the Christmas spirit. Um, I also, um, you know, just, you know, randomly for no reason, um, I watched Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, a couple of days ago, just you know, just because I felt like it, um, and not related at all. Not related. No, yeah. I, no I, I yeah, I mean it's like it's like Daredevil. I don't think I don't think it's yeah. Relevant. We don't watch
1: we don't watch things for connection. No,
0: <laughs> no, no. I mean I don't know who does that. Definitely not on this podcast. What do I don't know what you're talking about. No. Um. No. But yeah, I watched I watched Amazing Spider Man two, and uh, was yeah. it amazing? It's not amazing. I mean, it has it has some great stuff in it, um, and the spoilers, Gwen Stacy death at the end, still, <gasps>
3: still, what?
0: I'm not uh, after that bit yet.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that part, it's still, and just the way Andrew Garfield plays his his reaction, like Peter's reaction to losing her, it still makes me ball my eyes out. Um, it's a very powerful scene, um, and just heartbreaking especially because that was only the second time i've seen that film i've only ever watched it when it came out in the cinemas years ago Mm. um so seeing it and knowing that it was coming i think it made it even worse (laughs) (laughs) because i'm like i'm anticipating it
3: oh but yeah
0: but it but so that's good so it's it's not a perfect film um but it's fine for what it is and i think it mostly achieves what it wants to um but yeah but yeah i don't know so I'm so glad I rewatched it. It's these Spider-Man films have been better, better on the rewatches than I, I remember them being. Um, mm. So so that's that's good. Um, and then lastly, um, in terms of what I've been watching this week, I've been to the cinemas, of course, um, and I went to IMAX and Ooh. I saw Dune. Oh, oh. <laughs>
1: Yee-
3: how was
0: oh it? Oh my god.
1: I haven't. I actually haven't seen it yet, but, but I know. But I know it's the second part of a first part. But
0: yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's they've split the book into into two because um, it's so fucking huge. Um, so attention filmmakers, this is when you split things into two, not not like fucking the Hobbit into three and the Hunger Games into two, doesn't make sense. I'm still bitter. Anyway,
2: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know anyway. Hunger
1: Games, a thing.
2: So, what was Part
0: One? Well, this is this is Part One. I, okay, Mike, Mike got his words mixed up. Um, right. yeah This is this is Part One. I knew what you meant, Mike. This is Part One. Part Two is coming out in twenty twenty three. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yes, yes. So, um, but yeah, um, my goodness, it was so good, <laughs> like so good. I'm so happy about it. Um, one of the best films of the year, easily. Um, just it, everything about it You you can't really, I don't think I can really f- fault anything in it from top to tail. It's just an incredible, like masterpiece of a, of a film production. Like it just looks incredible. Um, it was so worth going to IMAX to see because it, it, you even, you see like when you're watching it, like most of it is in the IMAX format, but then there are times mm. when it goes into the 16 by nine Format like the cinema format, um, so it cuts off bits of the image. But when you you see it so clearly when it opens up to that full bit, and then you're just you're there. Like it's Ooh, it's wow. and it, The scope of it is just insane. Um, <laughs> they, and the 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 visual effects are gorgeous, stunning, seamless. Um, so clever and creative. I even watched um, uh, the corridor crew on YouTube. They did a video. Um, comparing uh, David Lynch's Dune and uh, this one, um, and they you know reacting to the effects and just seeing them lose their shit at some of Denis Villeneuve's tricks that he's put in in mm-hmm. this film was was pretty entertaining, and I highly recommend checking it out if you're interested in that. Um, but yeah, and then the cast was just just perfect. Like Timothy Chalamet is fantastic. Um, as Paul Atreides, Oscar Isaac as well, as his father. Zendaya is not in it that much, but her character, I've been told, comes into it more in the second part. Um, and then, yeah, Rebecca Ferguson as as um, uh, the Lady Jessica was also very good. So it was just – and freaking Momoa just being Momoa all <laughs> the time. Yeah. Um, and I've never been more creeped out by Stellan Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was he was good. It's just, yeah, it must, yeah, kill her. yeah. Good. That was good. That was good. Uh, it I've only must, seen the trailer. Yeah, no, nah, good. Well, you must rectify that by going to a cinema and watching it. See it on a yeah, on a big cinema screen, please. I will soon. Please, good, good. <laughs> you too, Fulia. You you would like it. I mean, it's 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 big and grand and epic and all of that but i think from a cinematography point of view like a filmmaking standpoint i think you'd really appreciate it as okay. a as a piece of film um
2: hmm, interesting
0: yeah and it's a very interesting story and i can see why george lucas kind of pulled parts of it for star wars
1: stole it <laughs>
3: yeah
0: (laughs) imitation is the greatest form of flattery what can you say sure talk Um, to my lawyer (laughs) 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 yes but no it's 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 awesome so yeah 10 out of 10 highly recommend people go see dune dune
1: Um, dune the
0: new dune the new dune yes all right that's enough of that i think it's time to get into the week that was in the nerdy news
1: This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: Alrighty, It's nerdy news time. And we're going to start off with some DC-related news. Uh, because uh, the upcoming film, Blue Beetle, Uh, this week was announced it is going to be heading to the cinema heading to theatres it was originally going to be HBO Max only like the upcoming Batgirl film is so hopefully that will change as well but for some reason Warner Brothers has decided it is worthy of the cinema screen Um, very very exciting it will be released on the 18th of August in 2023 Um, I don't know too much about the Blue Beetle character um He will be played in this by Zolo Maraduena, um, who uh, people will recognize as Miguel Diaz in uh, Cobra Kai, uh, which is about to drop its fourth season, and I'm very excited. Um, And he's playing him... um, The name of the character is Jamie Reyes, um, the third character to actually adopt the Blue Beetle mantle. Um, And it's the first DC film about a Latino superhero. So... That's really special. Um, I'm really glad that Warner Brothers and DC have decided to forego the HBO Max route and head to the cinema. So, um, like I said, fingers crossed Batman, uh, Batman, Batgirl follows the same path. Um, But that remains to be seen. Michael, do you have any thoughts on this?
1: Um, I don't know Blue Beetle that well. I've only seen him in a couple of episodes for Batman Brave and Beyond. So a bit, bit of the kitty side side of um, of the uh of the character, mm. and and uh, what I gather is he he gets all his power from a a a beetle, a blue beetle, uh one of them uh the old uh, Egyptian cicadas. Uh, oh, like the scarab beetles? Yeah, scarab. That, that's what I was th- I was thinking of, and it lives on his back. So it's a bit, and he gets his power from that, and he and 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 that's the sort sort of thing, and he gets it gets his power because he's he's a kid, and it's a little bit little bit like Shazam in that in that respect, and and yeah, so he he, uh, he he's fairly new. Uh, Blue Beetle like came out not not too long ago, mm. um probably early noughties. I'm think I'm thinking so. Okay, so you know, and he's very popular at the moment as well as well people like enjoy in starting to enjoy sort of the different um adaptations of where where he he comes from especially with the um uh with the younger crowd so you know something new is always good
0: yeah yeah absolutely new comic book content let's have it mm. let us have it all right um speaking of not doing that disney plus have announced um, this week that there is actually going to be a Goonies TV series coming to the streamer uh, at some point in the future. Um, However, I will go on to say that it is not actually a Goonies TV show. It's not like a reboot or a remake um, of the classic 80s film. Um, Thank God. uh, However, they're deciding to do an interesting spin on it. I think that is kind of creative, and if done well, might actually be worth a watch, Um, but I'm definitely going to stay very hesitant on this one. Basically, it's going to be a series about a teacher who helps her class to recreate the Goonies in a shot-for-shot remake. So it's kind of a meta remake, if you will. Oh. yeah. Um, and I love the, ti- the, the title of it. It's called Our Time, um, which is a reference to um, to Mikey's uh, uh, speech when they're down at the bottom of the well. Uh, it's our time down here. Um, so I really like that. I think that's very clever. Um, so the script had been adapted by uh, a lady named Sarah Watson into a pilot episode for Fox originally. Uh, and also was produced by Warner Brothers Television. But now it's going to be uh, on Disney+. Plus. So uh, that's really cool. Um, so, yeah. I don't know how this is going to kind of... I don't know. Kind of eventuate. But I, uh, I, I, I just hope it's good. I hope it pays its respects um, faithfully to the original film. Um, pays homage uh nicely, but yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, Mike, what Hello. do you what do you think about this? Does this sound like it could be good?
1: Um definitely sounds interesting. I mean I mean it's sort of out of the box sort of th- thinking of how how to tackle like a way of doing it. But when you said that it it was going to be done by like a shot by shot remake for, uh with kids, it's definitely sparked a memory that that i've just recently found on wikipedia there was actually a like a raiders of the lost ark uh adaption from uh from a bunch of kids in in a, a shot for shot remake in nineteen eighty nineteen eighty one. 1981 it's like these about like these bunch of kids that that uh got like a a a camera and just started recording like their version of of Raiders of the Lost Ark and what was really cool is they kept on doing it for years until um they had one shot let me just get the date yeah there was one last shot that they had to do and that was like the um big airplane scene when when Indy gets out of the gets out of the um the crypt and he's tackling the um the nazis around, around the um airplane and one of the one of the guys get chopped up by, by the yeah. chopper that that yeah. bit they could they didn't have that because they they couldn't afford like something like that so in 2016 so it was like a like a, almost a 40, 40 year um uh production of, of Raiders of the Last Ark, they had this final thing of of the these kids like basically growing up uh, within the film, like different different shots. It's like they, they aged differently, which which was great. Except for this scene, and they actually got a lot of mo- money behind this, and, and and this particular scene was actually shot shot like was the last shot, so they're all grown up, and and it it definitely looks out of place because everything looks like spectacular and almost to the point almost to to the shot yeah. and it looks nice. fantastic yeah i found it was a um there's a documentary on netflix uh called raiders the story of the greatest film uh, fan film ever made and it and it took, takes place of them filming this last bit and them and then the and then And the documentary of them actually uh, filming it as kids as well. Uh, And I got a bit of a kick of that. So it definitely, this Goonies thing definitely makes me remember that. And yeah, that will be interesting to do.
0: Wow. Where? Did you? Okay. I don't. I'm just looking on. Did you say it was on Netflix?
1: It should be on Netflix. uh, It must. Oh, it's no longer there anymore.
0: It's no longer there. Oh, that's a shame. I would have loved to have seen that. Well
1: um, you can get you can get the uh DVD release of of I think the actual film but I think you can actually like get it not buy it because you know copyright.
0: Yeah. Um I'm just Oh, okay, it doesn't look like it's on any streamers currently. Um no, that's a shame. It, that's okay. That's alright. It's real it's real, no. I believe you. It's believe totally believe real. me, it's real. <laughs> believe me, okay, it's real. Um, yeah, I will definitely w- watch that because Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite indie film. Um, <laughs> my favorite Indiana Jones film. I can't say indie film anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, um, Raiders
1: yeah. the the fa- fan the adaptation is an indie film.
0: <laughs> yep. If that doesn't mess with your brain, um, all right. Okay. Well, that's good, Mike. That's good. That's good. Um, Yeah. We'll see if it turns out similarly to that, I suppose. Yeah.
1: And Goonies is okay. Yes. (laughs) And I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good.
1: (laughs) It's acceptable.
0: It's acceptable. Absolutely. All right. Next item in the news. More Disney Plus uh, TV uh, announcements. Um, We have a Legend of Zorro reboot coming. Um, starring Wilma Valderrama um, from, of course, that 70s show fame, uh, amongst many other cool things that he's done over the years. Um, He's going to be playing Zorro in this series, which is apparently going to be taking on a little bit of a different format to the Antonio Banderas uh, iteration of the character. Um, They said... uh, uh, we're reimagining this Disney classic as a compelling period piece set in Pueblo de Los Angeles, but told in a very modern telenovela style, with richly drawn contemporary characters and relationships set against the action, drama, suspense, and humor of the original iconic Zorro. Um, that is a direct quote from uh, Disney's branded television president, A.O. Davis. Um, so, Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I. Uh, oh, let's see. Wilma Valderrama had a thing to say. I'm going to read that out too. Um, Growing up, Zorro was the one character that made me, as a Latino, feel like I could be a hero. As an adult and a storyteller, I have a responsibility in the stories that I help bring to life. To partner with Gary and Disney, to bring Zorro back into the family after 60 years and be part of the legacy for other children to know they too can be the heroes of their own stories as a dream come true. So yeah, that's good. Someone who's passionate about it at least is going to be playing the character. So we love to see that. So yeah. Um, who knows how it will go. Hopefully it's a good show. Um, I haven't watched the Banderas films in probably 20 years since they came out. Um, but I remember young me enjoying them for what they were—a bit of fun. Um, that's for sure. Um, Fulia, do you have any any thoughts on this? You've seen the 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 films, haven't you?
2: I have. Uh, I've I've seen. I I'm pretty sure I remember seeing the first one at least. I can't remember if I've seen the the other ones. Yeah. Um. But I do also like you remember enjoying them uh, growing up. So. I'm definitely, kind of looking forward to actually seeing a modernized version of the story, so that'd be really cool. And you know, uh, Wilma Valderrama is a really good choice. Um, I, I loved watching him in um, that 70s show; he's pretty hilarious in that. So it'll be it'll be nice to see him in a in a different character, in a in a different role. So mm. yeah, I am interested. Mm.
0: Yes, awesome, Mike. What are your thoughts?
1: yeah i'm sort of the same as you can i haven't seen those movies in ages uh and yeah probably the last time i saw mask of zorro was on v h s yeah <laughs> that long so yeah so i know of them uh, my mum's my mum was a big fan of a version of zorro uh i'm i'm thinking an uh i was thinking a nineteen was it a nineteen want to say 60s version of Zorro all the way back when when it wasn't um, uh, Zorro wasn't cast as uh, a a Latino just, you know he was a white guy, doesn't make sense so (laughs) oh well but cool um, it's cool that Fez is doing something (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen NCIS or anything like that or anything after, and having a look at the pictures that he looks like now, he doesn't look like Fez. So No. So I'm guessing he'll do a, an okay go. I think so too. I think he will be good. Yeah, it's about time we do another rendition of, of Zorro. It's been it's been twenty years, so.
0: There's been enough time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> enough enough food between drinks. Yes. Plenty plenty of grass in between the toes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't think I've ever heard that one before. Yeah, I'm no.
1: trying to, plenty of DVDs in, in, in the washing machine. Great. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. Plenty of books in a nunnery. You want me to stop? Uh plenty of <laughs> nails hammered into the walls of a suppository.
0: Okay. <laughs> I keep wa I keep waiting for you to say something that makes sense and then it's not happening. <laughs> All right.
1: Plenty of windows in a submarine. <laughs> All right, we got one more item <laughs> in the news. Plenty of news items in the podcast.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. One more item in the news. Um and that is, of course, the Golden Globe nominations. That were announced earlier in the week. I myself stayed up late to watch them be read out live, um, which I'm glad I did, only because for some reason they decided to get Snoop Dogg to read out the names.
2: Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I heard something happened.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, that that big mega film star Snoop Dogg. Um,
1: Hey, he was great in Star Trek and Hutch. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and so- soul plane is where my brain went. I'm pretty sure he had a small part in that. Um, anyway, I I like Snoop. I'm not ragging on him. He's 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 all right. Um, and look, he actually did quite a great job of reading out the names. Um, I mean, some of them were a bit tricky, um, but he did the best with what he had. And he slowed. He read them out nice and slowed at a nice pace for everyone to take a moment to react to them. Um, and then, you know, the, 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 the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association read out the other half and then she just basically read them like they were running out of time. So I didn't have any, any reaction time (laughs) to go, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Wow. You said, you said that name? No. Wait, what? I was, it was so (laughs) annoying. It was so annoying. Anyway. Um, and then Snoop Dogg also said Ben Affleck. He pronounced Ben Affleck's name, Ben Affleck. I'm not kidding you. Go and look it up. (laughs) And it was hilarious. The whole press room started laughing. And he goes, oh, oh, sorry, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It was great. Um, Anyway, that hilarity aside, um, the main reason, of course, I bring the Globe nominations up is because Marvel have racked up their first acting Golden Globe nominations ever. Um, We have of course Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany have been nominated for their performances in WandaVision Um, very happy to see uh, WandaVision however got snubbed in the limited series category at the Globes Um, they decided not to recognise it there but hopefully um, our two two stars are in with a shot but they're up against some pretty tough competition similar to uh, the Emmys so we'll see what happens Um, The other really cool thing is that Squid Game got some nominations as well, Um, received a nomination for best drama series. Um, And then two of um, the actors in the show uh, both received um, uh, performance performance nominations for, for lead actor and supporting actor. So that is amazing. Um, to see some South Korean representation at the Globes Um, and then yeah just in terms of the big films that are getting the attention so far um, Belfast Coda, Dune King Richard and Power of the Dog all got nominated for Best Motion Picture Drama And nominees for Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy were Cyrano, Don't Look Up, Licorice Pizza, Tick, Tick, Boom and West Side Story. Um, And then, because I know you guys love it, I thought you might like to know that Only Murders in the Building got a few nominations as well. Only Murders in Um, the
3: what? Only
1: Murders at the Golden Globes? Ah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) It got nominated for Best uh, Television Series, Musical or Comedy. Um, and I believe there were some acting nominations. Yes, of course. Steve Martin and Martin Short uh, both received nominations for best actor in a comedy series. Well deserved. Well deserved. Um, they do have some tough competition. They're going up against Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso, oh. Nicholas Nicholas Holt in The Great, and Anthony Anderson for Blackish. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much the highlights of the. Uh, of the Globe nominations, uh, for people who want to see the full gigantic list, they can Google that. But um, but yeah, those are the ones I wanted to mention. Yeah, you got um, f-
1: internet, use it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, actually, for Fulia's sake, I will mention the nominees for Best Animated Picture. <laughs> um. Those include Encanto, mm-hmm. um, Flea, mm-hmm. uh, Luca. Yep. Uh, My Sunny Mad. And yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon. Ah, so we have three Disney films. Yay! <laughs>
2: three,
0: three Disney films. Um, Fulia, what are your thoughts?
2: Well, I'll start off with the animated nominees. They, um, they, they were the film, the Disney films. Obviously, I've seen, and they're all really good. But apart from Encanto, which we uh, that hasn't come out yet here. It's,
0: I think it's in the cinemas now, but it's not on Disney Plus yet.
2: Okay, all right, cool. I still need to watch that. I hear really good things about it, so I really need to see that. Um, but Luca and uh, Ryan, The Last Dragon, hundred percent, yes, definitely well deserved um, nominations for their for their category. Um, I'm also very happy about Steve Martin and Martin Short getting their nominations as well. Um, big, big good luck to those two. Um, they are definitely up against some um, some really good competition uh, in that in that category. Um, and just the, just the show in general, like, I'm so glad it got, the show actually just got a nomination. Like it, the only murders in the building is so much fun to watch and I can't wait for the second season. So I'm so, I'm glad to see that they've got a nomination for that. Um, I probably have to see the rest of the categories. Uh, for me, it's mostly going to be like the, um, the, the background stuff, like the cinematography and the, uh, um, and the animation, like and the music and all that sort of stuff. So I'd love to see those categories at some point. I'll probably go and have a look at those later on. Um but yeah, I'm uh I'm looking forward to to seeing the winners later on when they happen. Nice. Nice.
0: <laughs> Mike, I know you hate award shows, <laughs> but do you have do you have any any
1: comments on this? Uh you know me too well. Um mm. Yeah, uh good luck for everyone. Um especially all, all the ones that would like recognition especially with squid game and all, all that like all the genres you know get them up um and who knows maybe maybe um one isn't a a, a a short run maybe there's going to be a one 2 but bearing in mind that's probably um multi- multiverse of madness it's probably going to be a am- amalgamation with one division 2 and where she is in her mm-hmm. life Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh good luck with all of them. Um a lot of respect for, for a lot of people. Mm. And just having having a quick look, there's uh yeah, it's really good. Thank uh thank you for your for your works. And all and it's kind of kind of difficult to actually judge them considering they're not out yet in Australia yet. It's annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a few films that are on this list that either didn't get released here in Australia or haven't come out yet. So um, I've only, myself, in terms of the 10 films that have been nominated for Drama and Comedy Best Pictures, I've seen one, two, three. <laughs> I've seen three out of the 10 uh, because, yeah, the rest are still coming to Australia. Um, yeah, so...
1: And you got anyway. Leonardo DiCaprio in Don't Look Up.
0: It's not even out yet. Yeah, it comes out this Friday, actually. It'll be on Netflix. So, not to does. plug it, because we're so sponsored by them.
1: But um, <laughs> yeah. We can only wish. I'm excited. So that means it might be good? <laughs> yeah. But well, it is Leonardo. It, yeah, it is Leonardo. It is, Leo. yeah,
0: it is Leo. Don't Look Up did get quite a few nominations, so um, I'm not expecting any of them to be won, because um, I'm really... Really hoping Andrew Garfield gets up for Tick, Tick, Boom because he was incredible in that and he deserves it. But yeah. it is it is also nice to see Anthony Ramos be nominated for In the Heights and um, Cooper Hoffman for Licorice Pizza, who's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Oh. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So I
1: thought that surname looked familiar.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Um, all right, let's move on, shall we? Yes, we um, shall. To uh, a different segment because that was the nerdy news. That's all we got for you this week. The last news roundup of 2021. Um, so now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park.
1: Rolling up to the trailer park, where we all park all the trailers. it.
0: Okay, it's trailer park time. Bam, bam, bam. We got some pretty cool trailers to discuss this week, so let's get into it. Starting with our first full trailer for Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, yes. yes. Dirty little secret. Dirty little secret. <laughs> um, stop it, Ron. Um, so this. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I just, I just killed Mike.
3: <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> uh,
0: I feel really chuffed. I've never made you laugh like that before. That's fantastic.
3: Axio Bomb. bomb.
0: <laughs> Oh, the internet's a wonderful place. Okay.
1: And fucked so, up at the same time.
0: Very fucked up. Very fucked up. They're Welcome children. to the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Fantasy Beasts. Secrets of Dumbledore. This trailer um just gets me really excited for this movie. I don't know how good of a film it's going to be because, of course, we all know about the behind the scenes controversies surrounding Maz Mikkelsen's replacement um, of Johnny Depp as Grindelwald um, which is an unfortunate circumstance and uh, this week actually uh, a lot of people have been throwing some hate on Maz Mikkelsen unfortunately uh, even though he's just there to do his job um, and not hurt anyone or offend anyone but people have been taking it out on him, the fact that Johnny's not in this movie Um, when they really should be aiming their hatred at Amber Heard and Warner Brothers. But anyway, that's just my opinion. Um, I think Maz is going to be amazing in this role. Uh, We don't see too much of him in the trailer. Um, And he does have a very different look to Johnny's uh, Grindelwald from the previous two films. Um, Of course, you know, Grindelwald is no stranger at this point to you know, having some polyjuice potion or at least the ability to take on the appearance of someone else. You know, from the first film, he was—he looked like Carl, Colin Farrell the whole time and then suddenly he was Johnny Depp. Um, so, you know, there could be reasons for explaining or not explaining, depending on what the film decides to do in, in regards to his appearance. But I don't really care too much because I'm a big fan of Maz. I think he's very talented and I think he's going to be amazing. And we all know he can play a good villain, so... Um yeah, but no, this film it just looks fun. Like it's I I'm looking forward to seeing more of um Jude Law's Dumbledore. Um he was de- a definite highlight of the previous film for me. Um especially cuz I felt like he captured um kind of what Michael Gambon was doing with Dumbledore a little bit in terms of the eccentricity and the the Enigma that is Dumbledore I suppose so it's going to be nice to learn a bit more about his character um and yeah and then um Ezra Miller looking awesome with the long hair um and Queenie being oh, you know as for those who don't remember she she joined the dark side at the end of the previous film The dark so that's side just, of the force the dark side <laughs> of the force so that's disappointing but I'm excited to see where that journey goes and I'm also just excited just to see a return to Hogwarts like um sure why not um but I I worry that just for that reason the film might rely too much on that nostalgia of look it's Hogwarts again we haven't been there in over 10 years and all this I'm just concerned at all I don't know I don't know I feel like they're trying to put bums in seats instead of actual proper storytelling but if it makes sense to have Hogwarts there I mean obviously Dumbledore's the, the the headmaster so that makes sense um but yeah I don't know I'm yeah I'm iffy I'm hesitant but I'm mostly just excited because I'm a big pot head. so um bring it on
2: I say bring it on
0: Fulia I would love to hear your thoughts on this trailer
2: uh, can I firstly say what a great lineup of trailers we have? <laughs> I know, right? We so hit the jackpot <laughs> this week. Lord. So lucky. Um, yep. Man, I had mind-blowing moments. I, ha- I was very excited. I had the holy crap face when I was watching this trailer. Uh, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait. <laughs> Yay. I need this now. I need it. Um, and, oh, man, like, I'm, look, I am actually looking forward to seeing how Mads Mikkelsen plays Grindelwald, to be honest. Um, like, we've, we've seen what Johnny Depp could do now Now that he's out of the picture. I don't see a reason why he you know that Mads Mikkelsen would be bad at it like he's an amazing actor himself so I reckon he's gonna do a very good job um mm-hmm. playing Grindelwald so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can bring to the character to be honest um man I gush over Jude Law honestly <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one <laughs> he's my favorite Englishman <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah like just the just the way he plays dumbledore young Dumbledore is just it's amazing and i i i we just wanna see how much more we're gonna find out about the character um you know what this act what this secret is that um that we we kind of found out that at the end there was like some form of like blood pack that him and Grindelwald had together. So now I'm really curious to see where that goes. Um so yeah, I am I am very, very excited. I cannot wait.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Nice. All right, Mike,
0: what are your thoughts on this this trailer for Fantastic Beasts Three?
1: Well <laughs> 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 Uh I don't make any um Assertions for any um, TV show or or any movie, for that matter. But after the previous movie, I sort of got really, really bummed out and burnt, really, of how it sort of ended and how this um, franchise of Fantastic Peaks uh, is going. And by the end of it, I didn't really get excited for the rest of it. With this trailer, it's a good trailer, but... I'm still sort of still have have that sort of mindset in in with the fact that I don't know if I would like jump out and actually watch watch this film because when I was a kid, yeah, I was a huge Potterhead and I loved it and I was I was there every opening night and and I was there at my bookshop every time a new Harry Potter had to come out. I I was there with my mum. We all dressed up. It was fantastic. Uh, I think I'm getting too old for Potter. I'm sort of getting more frustrated with mm. <laughs> with everything, but having said that, I probably will go watch it with a very low expectation but and I do have the sort of fear Kendall, as you do is like this is really um going back to Hogwarts is pretty much go. Going to be, um, remember berries and all that because, yeah, Harry Potter uh, the film, the films are 20 years old and the books are uh, uh, a little bit more older, and I'm starting to be annoyed at, at um, having nostalgia throwing it at me through just, uh nostalgia stake uh nostalgia sake. I mean yeah, behind the scenes it's anno- annoying of what, what's happening, but it could be it could be explained by oh yeah, he just he, he's just uh using Polyjuice potion for having a new face. And and uh yeah. And I enjoy the cast, no doubt. And they're all fun. I probably need another trailer. To, okay. Just just to make me um, enjoy it, maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Having Jacob a Muggle at Hogwarts is weird. Why? With a wand. And having a wand.
0: <laughs> well, unless they tr- could be the try- older
1: one, but I don't know.
0: Unless they're trying to, you know, I mean, because obviously Muggles can be witches and wizards, unless they're trying to get him in on it. But like, I don't know what the. The law says about
1: muggles having muggles
0: having yeah having abilities or muggles being led into Hogwarts like or or if they're like Jedi's they have to be trained from a young age sort of thing like I, I don't know mm.
3: yeah I mean you can't you
1: can't give anyone a, a, a lightsaber I mean there we are we're comparing it to Star Wars as well yeah
0: <laughs> there you go it all comes back to Star Wars Yes.
1: and and uh, Fantastic Beasts is basically the Knights of the Old Republic there you go. <laughs> so, um, when are we tentatively going to be watching this, <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore will be in theatres on the 7th of April,
1: 2022. Yes, Yay! we'll be watching it for the story and for the franchise and not because of the author, because, you know, death of the author and all that. Death of the author. Yes. Once you put art into the real world, it's no longer yours. Yes. Correct. Because everyone's interpretation is valid. Yes.
2: (laughs) Correct. Speaking of Potter.
0: Speaking of Potter? Well, speaking of authors, actually. That's a better segue. Um...
2: (laughs) I tried. (laughs) I thought, you know, Potter's in this next one.
1: Who? Oh!
2: Who? Daniel Radcliffe. Uh.
1: Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I thought. I just know oh, him as, as no. Swiss Army Man. Julia, uh.
0: You have my sincerest apologies. <laughs> I completely blanked. I will retract my segue. Someone was a paying attention to the trailer. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was. <laughs> For some reason. All I could remember from this trailer was Brad Pitt, and I will tell you about <laughs> why right now. <laughs> because uh, speaking of Potter, thank you, Folia. <laughs> well said. Uh, our next trailer is The Lost City. Um, Atlantis? <laughs> Atlantis? Ah. Ah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, so I'm. I really hope this is good. I really hope this is funny as it looks. I hope they haven't put all the best gags in the trailer. I wish they had a save Brad Pitt for the cinema. I mean, I could go on and on with my, <laughs> my <laughs> cliched critiques of this trailer. <laughs> However, that aside, this looks like a lot of fun. Like on face value, it looks hilarious. It looks fun. Good popcorn movie. Um, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, I never would have thought to put them together in a film. Um, but here we are, <laughs> and what a pairing. Um, and what a great, I suppose, comedic role for Channing Tatum to to, to be playing, um, because, you know, the guy can pull off uh, the comedy, as, you know, those who have seen the Jump Street films will know. Um, but just the idea of him
3: playing...
2: <laughs> a model?
0: A, um, a, a novel model, like mm-hmm. a... Oh man, that's so funny! A cover funny. model, yeah. a novella model, a cover model. Yeah, that's just the funniest thing. Oh my god, open shirt, um, long hair, Fabio. It's just Fabio. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wind swept and everything.
0: Wind swept Fabio. Uh, yeah, that's just brilliant. I like the idea of Sandra Bullock being this like idealistic kind of author who's maybe past her prime, um, and you know, but she's still kind of hopeful. That she might actually be able to find the lost city that she's been writing about for so long. Um, and uh, she's kind of thrown into this situation haphazardly because of Daniel Radcliffe being the moustache-twirling British villain <laughs> <laughs> of the hour. Hans um, Gruber. Hans, Hans Gruber. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Daniel Radcliffe in this. Um, again, he's... As Fulia talks about with Miracle Workers, he seems to have a knack for the comedy as well. I've mostly only seen Daniel do, um, obviously, Harry Potter and dramatic stuff. I've never really seen him do comedy. But by all accounts, he's very, very talented Um, in the comedic genre. So this will be nice to see him play more of a comedic villain, I suppose. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, and then Brad Pitt came in, and I lost it. I just lost it. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> that final shot. That final shot. The explosion in the background. They're on the fucking. I can't even remember what it was—a trolley or something. They're on and being wheeled. She's being wheeled out, and Brad Pitt's looking. All oh, the wheelbarrow. Swim, <laughs> the wheelbarrow. <laughs> and he's like posing because I think Brad Pitt's playing the real life character that Channing Tatum is pretending to be on the cover of these books That makes sense. that's the vibe i got because they both (laughs) had the same sort of appearance with the long hair and stuff yeah um but that's fucking hilarious Uh, more brad pitt and comedy please i mean he hasn't really done comedy but like just yeah this is great this is yeah i'm here for this i'm here (laughs) for this movie yeah let's let's go fulia um what did you what did you think did you enjoy this trailer
2: I laughed out loud so much watching this trailer. <laughs> yeah. And it's nice to see Sandra Bullock coming back to her comedy roots again. Um she does she does it so well. She's hilarious. Yeah. She's great. I love I love Sandra Bullock in her comedies. Um yeah. Man, you're right about the pairing of her with Channing Tatum. That is just so weird. <laughs> um it works. and yeah, I know it does. I love how they're actually playing uh getting Channing to play the the objectified male yeah. in this particular movie. Um I think that's gonna be hilarious seeing as he, he is objectified quite a lot uh, yeah. f- in a lot of his movies. So <laughs> um now it's just like being forced. <laughs> mm. Um but yeah like it's actually going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see Daniel play this villain.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I've seen him play the dumb roles, but now he's going to play the villain role and this is some this is new to me. So <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. So I'm actually really excited to see this the moment Brad Pitt appeared I just Oh my gosh, I gagged. I was mm. like, ha, ha, like really just vocal with my laughter when that, I, just, I couldn't hold it in. It just burst out in laughter. It was so good. So yeah, The Lost City, I'm in. I'm in for The Lost City.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Mike, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm sort of getting uh, Red Notice vibes uh, with with uh we know these sort of um we know these actors and they sort sort of do these particular roles and, and it will be very interesting how they play off each other. And um it's kinda cool that you guys are actually enjoying Brad Pitt's contribution because I'm calling it now. He's going only, only gonna be in it for about twenty minutes and then they're gonna kill him off. <laughs> yeah. I'm fully expecting
0: that. Yeah. Fully expecting it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, supporting supporting role. It's always fun. Yeah. I mean, they killed him off in in Deadpool two. So mm,
0: mm-hmm. he was only in it for a, <laughs> for a brief second. Yes, literally,
1: literally very brief second. So yeah, i It looks pretty. In, it looks pretty cool and interesting. Um, I'm not expecting like high stakes or anything like that. It sort of reminds me of um. Uh when the gods go crazy. It kinda reminds me of that, that movie where um these uh this couple is sort of like lost in the African jungle jungle and they're trying to get home. It it sort of sort of uh reminds me of that. So Yeah. Um kinda cool. Nice. An author living up to expectations and uh not proceeding to find the Muse again, so it definitely reminds me of Misery as well,
3: <laughs> in a weird
1: way. So, when are we going to be watching this, candle on streaming service or on real screen? Well,
0: I, I believe this one's going to be in cinemas, however, there is no Australian date just yet, but for our friends in the United States, you can catch it on the 25th of March, 2022.
1: Friends of the United States of America. Yes. Friends. Yes.
0: Friends. All right, we got one more trailer to talk about. This one's a beauty. Um, Sublime. Sublime. This is a film that epitomizes the phrase "Jeff's kiss," (laughs) Um, and just the concept of this is something I think we we've brought it up on the show before when it was announced or like a year or so ago. Um, but just who better to play Nicholas Cage than Nicholas Cage? <laughs> um, of course I'm talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent. What a title. Um, <laughs> this first trailer for this looks fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Nicholas Cage is playing himself. Neil Patrick Harris is playing himself. Uh, Pedro Pascal is not playing himself. He's nope. playing. He's playing Nicholas Cage's number one fan, um, who seems to have hired Nick uh, to come to a party uh, and is paying him a million bucks, and hijinks therefore ensue. Um, yeah, this is more. This is a lot more of a mainstream comedy than I expected it to be. I honestly thought it was going to be some weird indie meta you know, uh, thought provoking comedy, maybe black comedy <laughs> of sorts. Like I didn't expect it to be so mainstream. I'm totally fine with that. Like I'm, that's not a criticism. Um, it's just, yeah, not, not what I expected, but, and I'm, I'm very happy, um, with the trailer and the film I think is going to be, going to be a really entertaining one. Um, yeah, especially cause I love obviously, you know, what well, we all like Pedro Pascal. Um, he's pretty fantastic so um yeah i'm i'm excited to see him and Nick, Nicolas cage bounce off each other um i'm curious to see what kind of nicholas cage nicholas cage plays <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of version of himself he is comfortable with presenting to the world in this film like what kind of you know is it going to be sort of a um this is uh this is the end sort of type where you know you had you know, um, Jonah Hill and James Franco and Seth Rogen um, all playing themselves um, to various heightened degrees. Um, and that was hilarious as well. Um, so I'm wondering if it's going to be more that or if it's going to... But it's going to be Nicolas Cage. It's. I don't think there's going to be chill at all. I think this is just going to be balls to the wall hilarity. And I love the fact that when he introduces himself he does a thing with his arms and crosses his face and bows. Like, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course he does. Like, why wouldn't he? Um, Yeah. I'm excited. Bring it on. Fulia, what do you reckon?
2: Another trailer where I laughed my head off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, I've never really watched too many Nicolas Cage films, so I don't really know much about his acting. I have only seen like a handful of things. But... The fact that we get to see a movie about him. Yeah, I'll take it. Why not? <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Indeed. Um, it's nice to see that Pedro Pascal's getting a little bit of a comedy role as well. Um, seeing hi- seeing him in, you know, like the Mandalorian and then Wonder Woman and all that. Um, I-, I feel like this is a nice sort of way for him to branch out into um, different genres. Um, and hopefully he does, he does really well. I mean, I like what I saw in the trailer so far. Um, I just need to see a bit more. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I reckon we're going to see a heightened version of Nicolas Cage in the sense of we're going to see him be the little bit of a jerk, I think. <laughs> uh, maybe. The one that, you know, that will... Show off the fact that he has money essentially, <laughs> <laughs> that he's well known, that he's famous. So, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be, I think this one's gonna be a good, fun, just brains off, popcorn in hand type of movie.
0: Yep, sounds about right. Well yeah. said, Mike. What are your thoughts on this? Hello,
1: this looks like a very interesting uh movie for him to play because he he sort of um uh Cage has sort of uh uh went back into his acting style uh how how he doesn't really do like huge blockbusters anymore and, mm. and and he can still do that it's just he likes to pick and choose the stuff that he wants to do and he's actually said he wants to do more indie films because he feels like he gets more out of it and he's um he and the way he acts in that is more Uh, for himself and more fluid and and you can get away with more more stuff and I can and I can see why he's sort of uh, probably um, veered towards this type of movie because I don't think he's actually played himself and 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 that would be a very interesting way to sort of self-reflect of yourself as well so it would be a very interesting sort of case study to do like um, how would you play yourself in in a in a comedy would you would you be serious and say no this is would be me would you be butting heads with the directors like no i would never say that and that, <laughs> and that sort of thing so i would watch it on that merit because i do enjoy nicolas cage in in certain ways like he's a very interesting sort of performer and the way way he, he tackles a role um i'll probably watch this like more more than once I reckon. Yeah. And it just looks like fun as well. And, mm. and, uh, yeah. Like, like, um, <laughs> yeah, you don't really see him do much in comedy. I mean, National Treasure is sort of like he he's sort of more lighthearted stuff. And the stuff that he's been doing nowadays, you know, the sort of, um, uh, uh, um, Five Nights at Freddy sort of, movie and also pig as well they're, they're sort of like balls to the wall like insane crazy it's like what the hell am i watching and can i make it stop so, sort of <laughs> stuff but yeah but um yeah and but they do reference like a, a a lot of these movies as well so i think there's a lot of stuff to watch before this movie
3: especially
1: <laughs> 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 you fool yeah, you got a couple of things to watch Mm, you gotta watch yeah. The Rock. You gotta watch Con Air. You gotta watch Face Off. Face Off. <laughs> My God.
0: Nicolas Cage is so good in Face Off. Like, holy shit. Just crazy. Fucking one of face his craziest face. Off. Off. <laughs> Genius. Yeah.
1: Genius. 90s Cage was pinnacle.
0: Yeah. For sure.
1: And then. It, it def he definitely he definitely has sort of errors in here er, errors. Yeah. Errors. Not errors. Errors. E- er, 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 Ear There you go. errors errors <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Errors. Era. I say errors for some eras.
2: reason. Eras. I have to yeah, se- say either. I have seen Nicholas Cage in I'd say the most recent film that I've seen him in is uh The Sorcerer's Apprentice.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh that that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of his nice.
2: last sort of big box box office
1: stuff. Like that's a one. Disney one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's a Disney film.
1: Yeah. Do it for the paycheck sort of thing. Because <laughs> he can, because he can put bums on seats. He does. Yeah. Um, Spe- speaking of bums on seats. Bums. When are we going to be watching this with our bums on the seats, Kendall?
0: <laughs> well, similarly to our second trailer, there is not an Australian release date just yet. Ah, poo. Um Yes, but in the US you can see the unbearable weight of massive talent uh, and hold it up with your hands um, on the 22nd of April next year. So you could do a Fantastic Beasts and unbearable weight doubleheader if you want. Namaste. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Nick Cage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's sort of a meme was- on the internet now that they've sort of made him a god and something to worship it yeah the church of cage
3: he's kind (laughs) of mythic
1: yeah
0: he's kind of mythic yeah well can't wait can't wait hmm all right that's trailer park done we're rolling on out because it is time for our not so quick quickie review
1: Quickly review
0: of this week's episode of Hawkeye, which was called Ronan. Ronan? Oh, uh, yeah. Ronan? 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 Um, Age Empires cool. fans out there? <laughs> well, they're not here, um, so hopefully they are out there. <laughs> <Go away>. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-do-do-woo,
1: woo-do-do-do-woo. laughs> Deep cuts. Deep cuts. <laughs> Yeah,
0: deep cuts. Only All 5% right. of people will get
1: that. Anyway. Yes,
0: a very niche market. Yes. Um, so, okay. Um, the penultimate episode of the series aired this week and it was pretty great. Um, I, I really enjoyed it um, and it was nice to see some more developments in the plot, in the story, and um, kind of, you know... Seeing Yelena and how she fits in to the narrative, um, and uh, and yeah, and what we're setting up for the finale. Um, I gotta say, the high there were a couple of highlights of this episode. Um, the first of which was the, the wonderful scene with Yelena and Kate, or who who I should just only refer to now as Kate Bishop because uh, <laughs> I just loved how <laughs> Yelena kept saying, Kate Bishop. Um, it was very funny. It's probably um, a word
1: to get her accent down. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I yeah, part of me is like, "Oh, that's like a, you know, a a non-English language speaker's st- stereotype to say a person's full name." But then I love that moment where Kate's like, "You're just saying your full name so you so I know that you know it." And she goes, "Yes, I know a lot about you." And I was like, "Oh, that's unsettling as fuck. <laughs> I love it." I love it. I love it. It's like one moment Yelena's just adorably eating mac and cheese out of a pot and then she's you know threatening to kill people it's just great with hot sauce with with hot hot sauce sauce, with sriracha um yeah i love that whole scene that whole sequence i mean it was very long and i was concerned about the pacing of it at first because i was like where are we going with this what's happening but then it was just kind of them bonding a little bit well Yelena bonding with Kate and Kate just being on tender hooks the whole time, wondering what was going to happen. And I love the comments about the fact that Kate only has one fork in her apartment. That made me think of myself and how I just, (laughs) I only have enough cutlery really for me. I do have more than one fork, but I don't really cook much for other people. So it just made me think of myself, which was, which was, which was funny because People would make fun of me for my cooking or lack thereof. Um, and never. Uh, never. But no, I, lo- I loved that. I thought that was great. There were a lot- lots of mon- like funny moments um, in-, in that, you know, just the way that Yelena would-, would speak and talk and stuff. And she's like, it's my first time in New York. I want to know where to go and what to see and all this stuff. It's like, <laughs> so funny. Um, and then, yeah, and then shit gets real when, you know, she's like, um, you know, talking about why she's there. She's here to kill Clint, and someone's hired her, and all this stuff, and and then just that moment where she's like, "No, no, no, Natasha Romanoff, my sister saved the world." Um, so, yeah, which brings me to my second big scene of the of the episode that I loved, uh, and that was Clint at the memorial for the Avengers assembling in twenty twelve man this show is just keeping keeping the tears flowing every week it's like no we gotta open up them ducks again get the tears (laughs) sweet salty tears coming down um god Marvel has made me cry a lot this week and I'm I'm really happy about it um
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's just yeah
0: yeah it was great like the fact that he takes out his hearing aid to block out the rest of the world and just talk to Nat Yeah, my god fucking buckets of tears um it was so good so well written so well performed jeremy renner man he deserves more credit as an actor he's so good um he's so good and i just it broke my heart a little bit when he was like and please forgive me you know i'm sorry for what i'm about to do like and then he hoods up and runs away i was like oh no what's happening yeah uh but yeah um but no so that was brilliant and then of course the big reveal at the end D'Onofrio's back, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting Kingpin in the MCU proper. The big guy. It's happening. Yeah. The big guy. It's coming. And I loved, I love, love, loved the end credits with the Kingpin silhouette looking like Kingpin from Spider-Verse. Um, that big, broad shoulders. That was just brilliant. Uh, brilliant. And I knew Eleanor was shady, so I'm so glad that I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So glad that I'm right. So, yeah. So, it was, it was a great, it was a great episode. I'm sure there's things I've forgotten, but those were my highlights. Fulia, um, I would
2: love to know what your thoughts were. Uh, well, let's just say I've got more questions brewing in my head about this show, <laughs> and this episode okay. was no exception. Um, I don't like it when I have to ask so many dang questions. <laughs> I need more answers. Ah. <sighs> But um overall I did enjoy the the um the episode itself. Um the little the scene that we got with um with Yelena at the beginning was interesting to see. I'm confused as to how he how she went into the bathroom and then 5 seconds later she was 5 years later.
0: Can I can I please explain that? Please, please <laughs> because I forgot to mention this part because this part was fucking sick, the way they opened the episode. Okay, so here we go. Gold open. Epis- episode starts. It's it's 2018, right? Um, and obviously Elaine is still on the quest to free all the Black Widows like we saw at the end of Black Widow, right? Okay, so we're here. Free all the Black she's- Widows
1: from the Black Widow movie, Black Widow.
0: Yes, Black Widow. Go see Black Widow, I don't know. Um. So, yeah. So that's, that's happening. So that's why she's there in this place. She goes into the bathroom, you know, after having... They've just, just kind of discussed Natasha and, like you know, what what, what she's up to. I should go see her or whatever it was. I can't remember the dialogue now, but there was a reference to Natasha before she goes into the bathroom. So she goes in the bathroom. She's thinking about Nat and having some feels because she's like, I haven't seen her in, you know, in a while um, and I'm worried about her and all this stuff because of all her avenging she's doing. And then we get the blip from her perspective. We get Yelena... Disappearing and coming back instantaneously five years later.
2: That's right. What that was. It was fucking cool. Okay, yeah. that makes sense now. That makes sense. Yeah, you, it, you sense. got it. Yeah, 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 there yeah. You yeah. There okay. you go. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. I You're welcome. It, it didn't it didn't actually click for me because I completely <laughs> forgot that event.
0: <laughs> well, not only that, but it's it's done from a different perspective. So it really is. So it kind of is 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 weird to see it that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it was just and the way that the room transforms in to her, and all of a sudden she walks out and they're like, "Oh, Elena, you're alive, you're back, <laughs> you're <Yeah>. back." <laughs> um, it was so weird. Um, so yeah, so now now that that's cleared up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're welcome it makes um, sense now
2: um <laughs> okay. there's one less question I'm asking <laughs> um then we get like the whole the the scene with um with Kate being really sad uh with her mum because Hawkeyes essentially kicked her out of the band and told <laughs> her to go home <laughs> yeah, it's like boo freaking who. <laughs> Cause I know what's going to happen. She's going to, her mom's going to say something and then she's going to be like, you know what? I don't care what Hawkeye thinks. I'm going to go help him anyway. (laughs) Predictable. It was going to happen. And I knew it was going to happen. Um, and yeah. And then we have the, um, the Yelena and Kate interaction, which was very tense. Um, even for me as a viewer, (laughs) I got a little intimidated by Elena uh, <laughs> and it's not just the Russian accent. <laughs> I do like Yelena. She's a, she's a really she's a really cool character. Um, she's actually funny in her own way, like just from watching her in Black Widow as well her, her sarcasm is just <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um, but then you know the fact that she does it with like such a serious face too with the serious tone. It, uh you know how it's a very stereotypical Russian thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, did nothing away, yeah, <laughs> oh the scene the scene with Maya and Clint, where Clint goes in as Ronan reveals himself to Maya and he's and he's literally like explaining to Maya, it's me, and you know the reason why I was actually hired to kill your father and all that sort of stuff and That was really interesting for me because it's like, well, then who would have hired Ronan to do that? Um, So that's, that's another question that's sort of brewing in my mind. Um, But I also figured that he was going to reveal himself to Maya anyway. Um, So that I was expecting Um, the fact that after he had had that little chat with Natasha at the memorial site and hooded up, I'm like, I thought to myself, okay, so he's going to He's going to do something, but he's going to be doing it as the Ronin character.
1: Yeah, bringing back Ronin is probably yeah. probably the thing. And he may need yeah. to kill again. Yeah, exactly. As Ronin. And mm. he sort of had that... Mm, probably had that um, promise he had with Natasha as, okay, I'm never going to be doing this again.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then we find out that Yelena's been hired by Kingpin. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know about Kingpin that much, apart from seeing him in um, Into the Spider-Verse. But, yeah, I don't think we're going to get anything good out of that next time. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Big crime lord in in New York. Mm. Yep. Mm. and um why is the mum there hmm we'll see we'll find out hopefully in the next episode um my thought went because i thought that yelena when she said that she was hired by someone and kate was curious about who and then at the end of the episode she reveals who she was hired by my brain went to valentina not kingpin like i as soon as kingpin was, was revealed i'm just like oh okay then where does valentina come well, into this because valentina
0: is um yelena's boss basically mm. so she works for valentina so if um because she has obviously she has john walker now wa- uh, working for her yeah so she she probably has other people we haven't met yet so Whoever wants to hire someone for something, they go through Val and they they get, yeah. All right. That's my assumption. But I can see why you would have gotten confused because they didn't really explain it. They didn't mention Valentina at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It could be explained like next week. Like Valentina could be like the casting agent. And she, she <laughs> you know what I mean. Cause, yes, because that could be setting up, uh, like the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers. Yes, as mm. well. Yes, which is also another theory that's coming out.
2: Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But other than that, this episode was um was actually pretty good. So yeah, we'll see what happens in the next one.
0: That we shall, Mike. Uh, what did you think of Hawkeye episode five?
1: uh my favorite so far um, Nice. where and I'm really enjoying where where this um t v show is going uh all round um enjoying the characters and what they're dealing with uh their their arcs uh are very very on point i love clint um and that yeah and that scene where he's talking to himself very hard as an actor because you're not um uh, bouncing off anyone else you're actually talking to yourself and and yeah and him and the struggle that he has is 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 heart-wrenching and all, and all that uh Yelena as well um we we get to see we we get to find out where where she's been for the last 5 years and obviously blipped so yeah and the and something that we haven't seen before uh someone uh the point of view of a blipped person which which is absolutely fascinating. Where you come back and everything is changing. It's like it, it's sort of slowly setting. Your your molecules are se- setting very slowly, and and, mm. and you get to see everything change. And it's like, yeah, what the fuck is happening? And yeah, it's trippy. And yeah, she and she wa- and she wants to know where where Natasha is, which is also a punch in the guts. And oh god, yeah, um, one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, Kate's mum. It's always Kate's mum. She was dodgy <laughs> at the start. And it's yep. sort, of, sort of found. Sort of, it was her all along.
2: <laughs>
1: with the help of Kingpin. It
2: was Eleanor all along. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, because what happened, there was the scene where Jack gets arrested. And he's just mouthing off about the fact. Oh, we'll get this sorted. It's fine. I would have done it too. Blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's a weird, weird. Yeah, weird. Didn't sit, didn't sit right. No, no. It's sort of planned. Who knows? The police are may, maybe uh, on the payroll of kingpin. Very possibly. Yeah. Mm. He, he has a big. He has a big reach, and big broad shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm still thinking something to do do with uh, Kate's dad as well. He's probably there, there's still something behind that, and and I'm still I'm I'm still holding to my guns that he may be coming back to, uh, tomorrow, coming back next episode, and uh, and Clint's probably going to die. I don't know. It's ah. I know, I know, I know, I know. I don't want it to happen, but it's setting something up. Something is going to happen. And having the Kingpin there is it's cool that um it's sort of, and people have been saying that that um uh it's going to explain how the Netflix uh Netflix MCU is going to be part of this MCU, and it's, I don't know, it's probably, they're probably variants of the same person, I don't know so it's not necessarily a canon for a canon, it's probably you know, it's a a nod and a wink they're probably not going to get their own show maybe, but um, I don't know Well, to quote Kevin Feige
0: you know, if if Kingpin was to be in the MCU he would be played by Vincent D'Onofrio
1: Yeah <laughs> I mean um, I mean the president is the the president of uh J. Jonah Jameson being played by the same character that being by bleh being by bleh bleh, blah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> ble <laughs> brought, brought to you by Audibly. Um Grammarly, uh, <laughs> yeah. Grammarly yeah, brought yeah. to you yeah. Uh J. Jonah Jameson being played by the same character. Actor, <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Simmons. So, yeah, <laughs> if that could be expi- explained by that. And yes. what else in this episode that is f- cool? Echo is probably probably is going to go and try and kill the kill whoever um, put the hit out on on her dad. So.
0: Yeah, which is either going to be Kingpin or Eleanor or both of them. Yeah, I'd say
1: maybe they're an item. Oh no, stepdad, oh, no. stepdad and uncle. It's in the f- it's in the family, and that's <laughs> the reason why um, uh, Eleanor had wanted to kill um, her dad. I'm only speculating if that's the case. Because she wants to get with Kingpin, and and is a match made in heaven. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing, I'm yep. just throwing spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, but very excited for the ne- next episode. And mm. Kate and Clint are going to get new costumes.
0: Yeah, made by lapis Yeah,
1: so he's going to get the fucking H on the head.
0: I think he's gonna put it on and then and then there'll be like a moment where they're like just looking at the mirror and Kate's like, See, you look great. You even have a symbol and he'll just like rip yeah, it off. Yeah, he's gonna
1: head. rip it off and chuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: think so. That'd be fantastic. Uh Alright. Shall we leave it there then?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was quick.
0: Yeah. That was yes. <laughs> in 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 true APCF fashion and not so quick quickie review. Hawkeye episode five, Ronin. Uh, We will be back in the new year to discuss the finale of Hawkeye um, as well as the show overall. Um, So looking forward to that. That was part one of episode
3: 195. Please join us for our spoiler review of Spider-Man No Way Home in part two.